0: Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Hi, everybody. This is Chad Madden with the Grow Your Practice podcast. And in this episode, I'm gonna share a personal story with you specifically around Mentorship. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to go to a, a birthday party, and this wasn't any normal birthday party. This was a ninetieth birthday party for uh, a mentor of mine. His name is Ernie Davis, and I met Ernie Davis when I first came out of college uh, as a physical therapist years ago. Uh, he had handled in the clinic that I had worked in uh, was a, owned by an orthopedic uh, physician group, and. Uh, I I had met him through that group. He handled a lot for them. And one of the first things that he did early on, uh, so I'm 23, 24 at the time, is he just invited me to lunch and we started having uh, regular conversations. We probably have met now for over 200 lunches, if my calculations are right, over the last 20 plus years. But the thing that he did in the lunch, uh, and if my math is right, he would have been uh, in his late 60s at the time. Uh, is he simply asked me questions and he was really like looking for how I was thinking. And the, I, I didn't really put it together um, for a few years. You know, we routinely would meet. I, I didn't I knew that he was successful, but I didn't really understand uh, who he was, at least within our community until I started talking with other business leaders Leaders, and they would say, hey, you're having lunch with Ernie Davis. You know, how do you know Ernie. And that started coming up quite a bit, and I, I would say, well, you know, here's how I met him, and we meet for lunch once a month, and uh, yeah, so th- that happened. And w- what I had learned through those other business leaders, and I, I don't know if this is a rumor, I'm, I'm I believe it actually happened. I've tried to go online and search for this, but I can't find it. But uh, and so Ernie is now 90. Um, when he became uh, an insurance salesman and a broker in the 60s, I had heard that he was the first black insurance salesman in the United States to do a million dollars. And I believe he did it within his first year. And if history serves me correctly, um, I believe that that was at the height of the civil rights movement um, in the early 60s. And I believe he was featured in Time Magazine and Ebony and a few other national magazines for his success, he ended up working for years with uh, a lot of the Baltimore Colts, uh, like Lenny Moore and a few other um, stars that they had uh, for the Baltimore Colts, uh, lifelong Baltimore Colts and then Ravens fan as well. And I didn't really know that uh, for a year or two uh, into our monthly lunch uh, relationship. But again, he would always ask questions um, and he didn't really, he never really told me what to do. He would just, uh I, I could tell by his questions, like he knew, he knew where I should be going, that, that he had a lot of wisdom, but he never told me what to do. He never told me what to read or watch or talk to this person or anything like that. And the other thing very early in my PT career is he was an amazing referral source and he would just always introduce me. You know, this is my guy. Uh, we get a, we gave away a word of mouth referral reward back in 2011, 2012. And he was our first recipient of that. So financially knew that he had done well for himself, knew that he had four children and had, uh, I believe, an unfortunate situation where his wife um, had died early. And what he went through, you know, raising the children while balancing the business success and always um, admired him for, for that. Um, perhaps, and I wanted to share my greatest experience that I had with with Ernie. And again, the reason that I'm doing this is I know many of you, many times I'm talking with a practice owner and I ask who are their mentors, um, th- they'll, they'll share that they don't really have any. They don't really have anybody to look up to that's helping them speak the language of business to help make better business decisions or somebody that they can go to to bounce their ideas off of. And so this is uh, 2014. Uh, it is uh, game six of the NBA finals. And I'm not a huge NBA fan. Uh, every, I I think I've been to maybe three or four NBA games in my life. Uh, but I, I I admire athletics and sports and, uh, everything else there is about it. And Ernie had a place, had a a condo down, uh, a little bit North of Miami. And so we had this agreement, this loose agreement. I said, Hey, by the way, make it to game six so this is the miami heat this is lebron dwayne Wade, that miami heat team and if they make it to the game six against the san antonio spurs which was tim dunk duncan ginobili tony parker uh that crew i said that you know we're, we're gonna get tickets and go down to this game six so we get tickets we go down they make it to game six uh the spurs are up three to two and this is the game where ray allen hits a three in the corner to send it to overtime and so uh we we're at this game. It's super exciting. We are one of the first 100 people in the stadium. We, we bought tickets of a, another season ticket holder. And at that time, they had this, uh, I believe it's called DeWars Restaurant. It overlooks the court. It's beautiful. Um, and as part of our ticket, when we bought the tickets online from StubHub or whatever it was, we believed, and the way that it was written, is that we would be able to eat um, dinner in this DeWars restaurant before the game. And we went there and they looked at our ticket and scanned it. And they said, no, this doesn't include this. This is only for the season. This isn't for this particular event. So we're trying to figure out a way in and, uh, you know, basically have a, an open ended discussion with the right people and we're not really making any headway. And we were in, uh, an elevator. Um, that's the service, uh, The people that are uh, within service are going up and down this elevator that are serving food and everything else. And so we're in this elevator, and Ernie starts talking with uh, the server. And he said, Hey, by the way, listen, here's what's going on. We bought these tickets. Here's the printout. It says we're supposed to get into Dewar's to this restaurant. We want to have dinner. We haven't eaten yet. And we want to have dinner before this game. What are we going to do about this? And the lady was like, Give me one second. Uh, it, it was amazing. He had wonderful charm. And I'm doing a disservice uh, right now as, as I'm talking about this, because he just he. focused on uh, the person, the service provider in the elevator, made her feel really important. And then she got us in. We had the best seats in the entire restaurant. Uh, we got to watch pregame, watch uh, LeBron do it seemed like 100 baseline jumpers ginobili did this uh catch a pass pump fake dribble one time left and he's a lefty and shoot a three at the top of the key watched him do that over and over watched duncan do his pregame warm-up uh it it was just an awesome experience and an amazing dinner i think they had america's top chef the contestants were cooking in this this restaurant so literally you had a plate and you could just walk around and sample all this amazing cooking. So, awesome experience. Uh and that was amazing. We get to there's 43 seconds left in the game. Miami's down by 7 and remember this is the Spurs can uh potentially clinch the the championship here. So, if they win, if San Antonio wins, then they win the NBA championship. Um and this was the game where Tim Duncan went off in the first half. I think he had 25 points so miami's down by seven they with 40 some seconds left they literally started rolling out the red carpet had uh had a red velvet rope going on they were ready to celebrate in miami san antonio winning this celebration there's a timeout called 43 seconds left half of the stadium leaves american airlines arena almost completely empty empties out um and we stayed and so we're there and what happened is over the next 43 seconds of gameplay, Miami comes back. And, uh, so they had some very lucky bounces. And one of them is Chris, Chris Bosch gets a rebound, hits Ray Allen in the three tips, the ball out to Ray Allen in the corner. And, and he hits a three that ties the game and sends it into overtime. Miami goes on to win. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but, uh, It it was unreal how exciting that was. Um, And when Ray Allen retired, I actually looked at the photo, and Ernie and I are in the the photo of Ray Allen hitting the three. So one of the most famous three-point shots in NBA history uh, were in that photo. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be unbelievable, but uh, that was not the most exciting thing that happened on the trip. So with Ernie, he's in his 80s. He gets us into DeWars' restaurant um we see this amazing NBA game and uh so we uh yeah we stay in the place overnight um next morning we wake up we're catching the flight home and i was at a point in my private practice life where i had um at that point we had two clinics that were successful um i had a partner here mike gilbert still a partner today and um i Breakthrough had just started, right? So the company that is bringing you the Grow Your Practice podcast, that company had just started, and I had started teaching other PTs. And there was some loose talk around, um, you know, going through a merger and acquisition with another company. So potentially selling equity in the company um, had thought about that. And at that point, I had built—I uh, think we had forty thousand square feet of commercial real estate at that point, and. I mentally had thought about that I was just going to transition over from physical therapy into uh, commercial real estate. And so we're, and Ernie knew I was thinking this. And so we're on the flight home and we're talking back and forth, and he's asking about family life and how are the kids doing, and Steph, my wife, and how are the businesses going? And he said, So, uh, yeah, and you know, this breakthrough thing and the commercial real estate. And he said, Hey, um, so what are you going to do? And I shared my plan and wasn't very well thought out. Uh, but I said, you know, I, I'm actually thinking about selling and just going into commercial real estate full time. And he said, are you going to be working in commercial real estate? Or are you just going to own these properties and live on the, the passive income? And I said, ah, th- probably the latter. And uh, he grabbed me underneath my and, and it was in a very loving way, like not violent, but he grabbed me firmly under my uh, like under my arm and he pulled me closer, sitting side by side on the the airplane. And he said, uh, you can do that, but it would be a shame. And that was, <laughs> that was the end of the conversation. And he said, uh, you know, you, you have a lot to offer and you've uh, you, you've had a pretty good journey 14 years into your professional career. And he said if you have an opportunity to help other people he said that's what you should be doing and that, that was it and uh he never like checked back you know and made sure i he, he didn't helicopter me in any way at all um and yeah we continued on with the lunches and i ended up having some other heart to heart conversations when i got home after that but that was the seed that planted everything in terms of like that I, if I have a gift, talent, passion, anything like that, that I should be pursuing that and not chasing something else because it makes more monetary sense or it makes uh, it, you know, uh, don't let my passion be dissuaded, I guess is a good, a good way to look at it. And so very valuable lesson with Ernie um, it, amongst some amazing life experiences. And uh, just want to pull a, a few things out. He always asks questions about that, he understands where I'm at personally and asks questions about other people in my life. And even at his birthday party, uh, there might have been 50 people in the room. 60 people in the room. And I I watched as he walked around and uh, worked the room of his own birthday party, he was constantly asking like, Hey, do you need anything? And we're in a restaurant. So do you need anything? How's this person doing? How's your kid? How's your son? How's your daughter doing? Um, How's your neighbor? And uh, absolutely amazing that the, the level of attention and questions that he has for just constantly focused on other people. Um, The other one was never, he's never force fed me. And I I was thinking about this as I've mentored other people, like, and maybe you're guilty of this as well, or maybe it's just me, but oftentimes I will, I'll do the research or I will say, Hey, check this book out. I'll force feed um, the information rather than embracing The journey that the other person is on. So, want to do the journey for them. And uh, that, and it just, until I was writing my notes out for what I wanted to say here in this episode, it never really popped out like that before. But uh, it's definitely going to be something that that I'll have increased attention on and awareness for moving forward because of Ernie Davis. So, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Wanted to share a personal story with you, and I will see you next time. Thank you. Remember to visit GetBreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.